0: Real Bad is part of the Cage Club podcast network. If you want to explore more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head over to cageclub.me and check out some of our friends. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I am your host, Nick Jenkins. Today I am joined by two friends. First, Joseph Tunamedish. Hello. And Sarah Suda. Hello. Who are, You guys are in a band together.
1: We, oh, we are. are. Which I'm going to see
0: next Wednesday. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And what's it called?
1: Cephalophore Horseman.
0: Wow. Yeah. What's a cephalophore?
1: A cephalophore is, in iconography, it's a saint that's carrying its own head.
0: It's a saint, huh? uh-huh wow
1: yeah depictions of saints where they are carrying their own head is uh <laughs> is called a cephalophore yeah
0: fascinating yeah i <laughs> would love to learn more about this yeah
2: i didn't yeah. know it either until they explained the band name to me yeah, it's I great. Was like yeah, i like that yeah. Yeah. yeah you
1: always want to have a band name that takes at least like a you know two minute conversation to explain
0: <laughs> did you share the poster today
1: uh not today but a couple yeah a couple of days this ago, band probably. poster yeah. that's just yeah, all yeah, these yeah.
0: great names
3: <laughs> at least oh yeah, yes that, that. Yeah, yeah 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 sorry oh yeah i've been, no, yeah.
1: I booked a show and prom- am promoting it so i've shared <laughs> a lot of posters lately um yeah yeah the the festival in libby with like 73 different fonts yeah. on the poster yeah it
0: is uh, uh, one of our co-workers nate said it was an assault on him and i and if you like graphic design yes mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. lot going on but also if you look at each one individually they're all like really cool and fascinating
2: yeah and yeah it's weird illegible, to just sort of illegible. Some of them. toss them all together yeah. Yeah. I, was, I think one
0: of the things i always liked about metallica and megadeth like really <laughs> clear <laughs> title and fonts yep. right. that you know freaking good bold oh, yeah yeah easy make to read. good
2: tattoos if my hometown's anything to go by oh yeah.
0: <laughs> But we're not talking about bands today. Uh, we are talking about a movie. You've already seen the title, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people going, that's not a bad movie. How dare they? Well, we're going to talk about that. Um, we're talking about the 1979 film Phantasm, uh, which is low budget, uh, even for the time. It was a low budget, only $300,000. So pretty pretty tight budget made on the weekends. Um Don, director, writer, director Don uh, Coscarelli made this by renting. He had this great idea. And I, I if I was still a young go getter, I never was. But if I was, <laughs> I would have looked at this and gone, I can do that, where he would rent film equipment on a Friday and get it for the whole weekend, but only have to pay a one day rental.
3: Brilliant! Oh,
2: yeah. It's brilliant. That's yeah. I've yes. definitely used that trick before. Oh man! Well, I know that both <laughs> of us
0: probably used it even at university. Where we're oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, we check it out on Friday, <laughs> we get it, you know. So it's like it, it's it's a great idea. And uh, the film was financed by his father, uh, who did mm. most of the budget, gave mm. them most of the money, and then. Uh, he got the others from doc- the rest of the money from doctors and lawyers uh, and then nice. shot the film. We'll talk more about the shooting of the film and everything in a little bit. Uh, but first, we need to do a 60-second plot dump. And I feel like the person who has seen this movie the most, I'm going to guess Sarah.
1: Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be you or
0: me because I don't know if Tuna's has seen this before. I have you? I have not seen this oh, one Okay. Man. So this was your first time watching yeah. Phantasm.
1: Okay. Well, Sarah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will preface th- preface this by saying i have been here at work since a little before seven this morning so uh and it is after five now so it's we'll a, see how this goes it's been a
0: week for everyone i think oh, but SciShow gosh. especially has been so under the gun
1: <laughs>
3: uh.
1: all right
0: here we go 60 second plot dump of phantasm in three two one
1: A dude is killed outside of the giant funeral home by a lady and or a monster guy. And then they go to the funeral. And, uh, oh, at the end of the funeral, oh, geez, the monster guy picks up the whole coffin by himself. Little kid was spying on him. Little kid goes and talks to his friend who is a medium who can do actual magic. (laughs) And then uh, he goes to do more investigating the tall man at the place turns out to be an alien probably who oozes yellow goo. goo. There's tiny dudes in <laughs> in hoods and stuff and everyone's trying to get the kids so he keeps going back and his brother doesn't believe him and then believes him and uh, eventually they fight all the stuff and find out that actually uh, there's space aliens stealing b- uh, bodies to make them slaves in another dimension.
0: And mm. It was all a dream, except maybe it? it wasn't.
1: Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
0: the end of the movie is—is is, uh, I don't know. I don't know how this would have played in '79 you know, like I mean, I think it, it yeah. plays the
1: same way it plays now. A, what, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <huh. laughs>
0: I don't know how tropey that had be- become at that point, right? I mean, Wizard
1: of Oz does it, so you know, the, people have been doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's
0: way before this one. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. We have really three main characters. Mm-hmm. We have the th- with. With the exception of one, like this film is populated with the most boring names.
1: I <laughs> and, and don't remember it, any names from this film. The only There's,
0: reason I remember them is because I've been yeah. watching the sequels this week. Mm-hmm. And so they're lodged in my head okay. now. But OK, yeah. so Mike is the main kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's the young, young kid. Yeah.
1: The kid, the brother, the ponytail. Those yes. are the three Those characters. are the three. <laughs> kid,
0: brother, ponytail. And so you have Mike, Jody, who's Jody, the brother. Yeah. And Reggie. Mm. who is yeah. ponytail ice cream delivery man. Yeah. Which I want to say, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that totally. he's an ice cream yeah. delivery man. Yeah. And then the friend who's killed at the beginning is named Tommy. And for mm. most of the movie, I could not remember if Tommy was the brother or the kid or the friend
1: oh. who had been killed. And so they <laughs> gotcha. kept saying these names and I'm yeah. like,
0: who are they talking about? Yeah. So that's, you know, one small problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a it, it's it's a, one of those kind of landmark horror films from that era. Like there's a lot that happened in that era. You had uh, a couple years later, you had Evil Dead, which was yeah. another very similarly made in terms of, uh, you know, go get them
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, attitude, not really knowing what you're doing. Uh, and, you know, that was about the time when Halloween came out the year before this sure. came out. And so there this low budget horror thing was starting to really take off in a mainstream way. Sure. Um, And Phantasm fits into that. So $300,000. Anybody know what it took in at the box office?
2: No. Not a clue. Ooh.
0: 11 million dollars.
3: Dang, good job. All right.
0: right? Good this job. This made Coscarelli's career. Nice. Yeah, yeah. good for like, you, Donnie. Yeah, so he uh, he made it. He had a screening where it was far too long. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and I have a I'm like, "Now, <laughs> <laughs> I have a very very long diatribe I want to go on about editing." Of course um, you. But we'll we'll save that for just a little bit. Um, He had a screening. It didn't go very well, but a lot of the people liked the ideas in it. Like They liked the ideas, but the movie Mm -hmm. itself wasn't working for them. So he cut it down, cut it down, cut it down. Um, And then because of the success of Halloween, a studio got interested in it
3: Mm -hmm. and was
0: like, okay, low-budget horror film. Let's buy it. So they bought it, and then kaboom! It blows up and was a huge... Um, success sure. like that for 79 holy crap that's yeah. amazing yeah,
1: that's a good amount of cash
0: um so i i'm gonna compare this to evil dead a lot okay. uh, as we talk about it a film that i really like but is bad i i think i think evil dead is a badly made movie that is charming um
3: sure.
0: and and again it's a different experience watching it Projected in 1981 or whenever mm-hmm. Evil Dead came out, I think it was 81. Um, so you know, I'm watching it. It was never intended to be watched in 4K, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, right? Like that's just not. However, I think it's the opposite for Phantasm. I think Phantasm is beautiful. Oh, yeah. The
1: restoration looks so good. It does because I'm I'm certain when I saw it before, it was on VHS, Me too. like a rented copy oh, that was yeah. all muddy and stuff. And so seeing this, it's just like. Oh, wow. Those colors are so good. I
2: I was shocked because in the credits, Coscarelli was the cinematographer too. Was he? That's what it said in the credits. I was shocked because, like, normally when I think of a director who also shoots his own stuff, it doesn't look like really
0: good. Well, cinematography also is a loaded, not loaded, but it's a very specific thing because there are a lot of directors who operate. Mm -hmm. Um, Cameron operates a bit, uh, Soderbergh is his own cinematographer a lot and he creates some really beautiful stuff, but he also does a lot of the handheld run and gun stuff. So this is not that this is really well-placed cameras. Like it's, it's, you know, yeah, that's impressive. I did not know that, but I also know he was the editor. So he did a lot of this himself. What, how did we get off on that tangent? Uh, it was. It's a We're really good-looking film.
1: How oh, good it looks yeah. on the restoration.
0: So it's a good yeah. look in the restoration. Yeah. The, it's, yeah, it's it's it looks good. Evil Dead does not. Evil Dead is a mm. is a hard to look at film, but that plays into a bit of Evil Dead. Like sure. like that movie is not supposed to be lush. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: right. yeah It's a weird cabin in the woods. Yeah. Where this is suburbia, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: possibly supposed to be Oregon, but shot in California. Um, sure. So uh, it looks good. Uh, we'll talk about the editing in a little bit. This was the first time I'd watched it in probably a year or so. I rented it on Amazon. Uh, I think it was the restoration I saw. Hmm. Um, and then before that, though, I had not seen it since, like, I was very young. And I remember I saw Phantasm Two first.
1: first. I was like, I've never oh. seen the sequels. You don't need to. No, I, oh, okay. I kind of figured, but
0: uh... <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm going okay. through them now, and I'm okay. enjoying it. But they're the third one, especially, is just like ew. Why would you do this? Hmm. But uh, but I saw the second one, and I kind of enjoyed it as a kid. And then I saw the first one and I was like, now nothing makes sense. The second one. That's,
1: that's everyone's reaction to watching the first one. <laughs> well, because
0: when you get to the end, you're kind of like, well, how do you make a sequel from that? And then I don't know. I still don't quite understand sure. how they got to sequel.
1: Sure. From Well, how many million was it? That's Eleven how they, million. That's how they got to sequel. <laughs> but, like,
0: but like almost, I think the sequel came out in like ninety. One? Really? I think oh, weird. like it was a yeah, long yeah. time. Yeah, sure. Um <laughs> uh, before that. But anyway, my reaction watching it this time was I don't also Sarah and I have been talking about this. We don't know how this got on the list. One of us put it on there.
1: I, I think it was me.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. Because like I don't know. I bad is such a loose concept. Yeah, it is. And I also the idea of maybe being on this podcast, I wanted to seed it with things, because you can put your own stuff on the yeah. list. I wanted to seed it with things that I actually enjoy. Good, good plan. maybe someone might think is bad.
3: <laughs> well, oh,
1: whoops, a fun movie got on your list. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah.
0: Well, and criti- many critics did think this was bad. Sure. Roger Ebert included, who is a oh, critic.
1: He, he doesn't like plenty of things. Though. He doesn't.
0: He's a, He is a, a film critic I deeply respect. But I would say agree with fifty percent of the time. Sure. Yeah, I'm on board um, with that. But uh, yeah, so there was a divide in the critics: sure. people who thought it was really huh. good and imaginative, and people who thought it was just crap. Yeah. Um, which critics, you know, take them or leave it. It's it's sure. it's it's about your experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my experience was one of confusion when I was younger, and now <laughs> a very strange appreciation hmm, for sure. it. I think I hadn't really thought about the film deeply since I'd gone through film school.
3: Sure.
0: And Watching it this time, I have a lot to say about the filmmaking side of things. So sure. my attitude watching it this time is very much like, I think this is a really interesting story that is sometimes badly told.
1: That's hmm. that's yeah. sort of my take on it right now.
0: <laughs> but Sarah, what was your reaction to watching it this time?
1: It is... And what's your
0: history with it? Like, how long... Oh, since you put uh, it on there, like...
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think... It was one of those movies that I had heard about plenty of times and so had a bunch of friends over in college and we rented it and watched it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just... It's very fun. It is super fun, but it is such a... Like, if they... I don't know if he just made a list of everything he thought he might want to put in a movie, <laughs> yeah. and was just like, "Yeah, we could cram all those in there. Hell yes, let's do it." How do I
0: get a barracuda in my in my movie? Oh
1: man, yeah. And then maybe there's a finger in the box because like that's a cool effect. And then it's a bug, and then it's a bug in the box, and then like there'll be little dudes running around, and 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 maybe there'll be a room that goes to another dimension, and oh, they can stop it with the vibrations like a tuning fork, and it's just like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, like, the tall man can also look like a lady and have sex with dudes and then kill them. And, like, that's obviously a we-needed-to-get-boobs-in-the-movie-early Early. early. Like, oh, you know, because yeah, that's how, like, that. those kind of movies, you have to have someone die and someone be naked in the first, like, five minutes.
0: Blood and nudity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so, like, that's the reasoning. But at the same time... It's one of the many things that are you just have to roll with it. It's like the tall man, this, this super a, tall yeah. alien dude, is also this blonde, <laughs> seducing folks.
0: This like, is a roll with it movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah exactly.
0: Um, I also want to talk. So that's yeah, an yeah, interesting yeah. point to start with, just because mm. the movie starts with it is a, yeah. is an awkward sex scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had totally uh, forgotten uh, about that. Too. I had too. I had
1: forgotten that. Like I saw the poster. When I was looking to figure out where I could watch it, and there's the lady is on the cover of the poster, and I was like, "Who is this lady? <laughs> I don't remember a lady in this movie at all."
0: <laughs> I also had that moment because I was like, "Is
1: she the psychic?" No, because the psychic oh, yeah. is an old woman. And this, uh, I had, I think I had kind of forgotten about the psychic thing too. And that's a, that's another just like, oh. Early in the film, we established that magic is real, yeah, totally 100 percent right. real <laughs> yeah. in this reality. And the main kid, fine with it. It's just a thing that happens when he goes <laughs> to the neighbor's house. Yep. <laughs> they make a magic box and the magic box from Dune. Oh, yeah. This there's a lot of Dune in this movie. That's... Yeah. Very much. Fear is the mind killer. Yep, is that's... like the oh, undertone man. of this whole yeah. thing. But but like the aliens are real. They are really going to kill people and yeah. do this. So it's not just fear. It's like actual a <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, all right. yeah. No, there are a lot of
0: that that sphere drilling into your head is actually going to kill you. It's very real. Yeah. yeah. Super
1: real. You can get rid of it with a shotgun, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, but right. uh, it's way real.
0: That goes away <laughs> yeah. in the sequels.
1: Oh, it can't be killed in the sequels? no. They
0: shoot it and it just bounces around. Oh no! no. Yeah.
1: Come oh, Jabar so 2.0. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Um, yeah. The sex scene is super awkward and yeah. but because like they're positioned
2: right it's, like
0: it's, clearly those it's, two people are not having sex
2: yeah. no they're just sort of like one is laying on top of yeah. the other and yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: but I like the fact that we're introduced to this like the 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 typical thing that would happen, especially in this era, is that a woman would be terrorized and killed, but in this sure. the script is flipped, sure and it's tommy the the person who yeah, turns yeah. out to sort of this thing going is yeah is the one who's killed by the woman slash tall man yeah and that I thought is like watching it this time I was like oh hey that's not something I would have really seen before yeah. and in an American release Um and so that's cool. Yeah, that's a great way to All start. Right. You know, because you think, okay, I know where this is going. There's going to be a monster. You don't know where it's going. I don't. It's <laughs>
1: <fantastic>. <laughs> you don't know where you anything is do going. Do not know where this is
0: going. <laughs> and it's in a way he was very inspired by uh, Argento and Suspiria sure. specifically. Oh yeah, hmm. sure. Where he's like, no, there's not going to be answers. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not we're not answering yeah, questions. The, um,
1: the mausoleum. Uh, for being contact paper on, like, cardboard sets or whatever, looks great and did actually make me think of, like, the scale of parts of Suspiria. Yeah. Like, Mm. uh, it's definitely the sort of thing that if it was a small room that they went into a few times, like, obviously the same small room that they just kept turning around in, (laughs) um, it would have looked like... Very cheap, obvious, and not worked. But the fact that they did it so big, even though it's the same materials, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, no, this is this works. And this there's totally so much works. depth. Yeah,
0: like his shots. This is another yeah. thing that I'll say nice about him. his shots, like he uses the depth of those spaces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: Uh, well, and I definitely had a moment like in the very beginning, like when Jody is in the mausoleum at the funeral thinking like, this looks way too good to be on this podcast. And I was like, is it like the cinematography is good? Or is it like the set design is good? Cause that is a really good looking yeah. interior. And it's like just that combination of them. Like I, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was before I realized that Coscarelli was also the cinematographer. So yeah. like, man, yeah. yeah, it's just like. It looks so good.
1: It
0: also has my favorite line in the entire franchise.
1: Oh. The funeral is about to begin, (laughs) sir.
0: (laughs) Need more of a pause, though. (laughs) The funeral's about to begin. Sir. So uh, good. Yes. It's so yes. good. It's, uh,
1: you're a funeral director. It's a delicate time. People are, you know, <laughs> right. really having some of the worst days of their lives. So you've got you, the soft touch is what oh, you really yeah. have but to have. He's, it's so great
0: because he's an <laughs> so alien weird. trying to pretend to be a human. And
1: he's been running this thing for like 100 years. Yeah, it's, and he yeah. right. still go. Oh, it's well, so
0: but his great.
2: acting is so on point for that. <laughs> uh, like I, yeah. f- such a great villain. I think. Yeah. Like, well,
0: yeah. and that's interesting because like we had. Uh, I feel like there are two tiers of like horror monsters around at the time. You had your that's Freddy's, right. Jason's, Michael Myers, right? Like yeah, those were the yeah. top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then below that, I think is where the Tall Man exists. Yeah. Um, well,
1: I mean, not to. I mean, I can give it away now. It doesn't matter. Uh, my. Real good, like other the thing that this reminded me of, or two things really, are uh Don't Look Now and mm, Um Beautiful film. Uh The Brood.
0: Also um, not a beautiful film. That <laughs> is a disgusting. Such body horror. Oh Cronenberg. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <laughs> um but yeah, like the weird otherworldly monster things that you don't really know what they are are if they're a part of this world or if they're not and um
0: and like it's not just the idea because the idea is like you know that's the hp lovecraft thing which Mm -hmm. is the you know it's what you don't see sure but the filmmaking prowess of this young kid coscarelli to of how he shot and cut it
3: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah because he was also 19. I don't know if we've mentioned oh, that. Oh,
0: wow. I didn't know that. I could not have made this movie at Goodness. 19. Yeah. I did not like, have no. the, the the maturity <laughs> no. to yeah. make this movie yeah. at 19. And this is not an extraordinarily mature movie. But when you look at it, it looks like a seasoned filmmaker probably made yeah. this on a very low budget. Um, and that's, I don't know, that's kind of mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, Tuna, you had never seen it. No. Had you heard of it? I had heard of it. Okay. What was your experience with it?
2: That I, I, it just boils down to like wondering why it was on the podcast because I was like, man, <laughs> yeah, this is like, I I actually enjoyed this. Like there wasn't anything that made me think, oh, this is a bad film. And I, I wasn't sure what to expect going in because my only- You know Your last film was Samurai Cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Ooh>. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, and so that's the thing and like that's the main difference is that, I like Samurai Cop, but recognize that it's like not a very well made film. Not and I, very <laughs> like a very I was being generous because uh, I do like it. Okay. But that's the thing, is I enjoyed it because of how bad it was. Right, and I you don't want to call artifact. it like yes. And I don't want to call it like ironically enjoying it, because I genuinely do really enjoy that one. Right. But I actually have the same thing with manos. Yeah. I recognize
0: how bad Manos is, but I also like I will watch it to watch it. Right. And it's not just because it's not just because it's bad and ha ha laugh at it, but I find it fascinating. Mm -hmm. Like I just uh, so, you know, and I find the ideas fascinating. Right. And and I think the I think people feel that way about The Room and about Samurai Cop as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. I, I can't watch Samurai Cop unironically.
2: Like yeah I mean I'm going to laugh at it the whole time. I'm I'm not watching it for the reason the filmmakers intended, right. but I am still genuinely enjoying it. You're having it. a good time. Yeah. yeah. And that's like I felt that way except without that level of like, "Oh, I'm enjoying it for the wrong reasons." Right. It was no, I'm just like I'm on board. It's not like the most mind-blowing thing I've ever seen, and even the Coscarelli films that I watched or that I had experience with I enjoyed those probably a lot more and I would definitely watch those before I watched this again. But Mm. like, never felt like this was... I just just enjoyed it. It, And it it. taps into the... Because we all have been doing the Hellraiser series, so that was like (laughs) the point of reference I could think of. But it... I think this is a better
0: film than Hellraiser.
2: Yes, absolutely. Like, this is definitely way more my style and especially the way they handle Tall Man is... I like how they handle that way more than I like how they ended up handling Pinhead because he's still, it leans into that, not to belabor how much I love cosmic horror, but that's more my thing. And yeah, there's some explanation of what Tall Man's doing in this. But there's a lot of he's just like this weird, yeah. uh, like his goofy walk
1: that he does, mm-hmm. and like slow the motion.
0: <laughs> 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 Frankly, slow motion. sir, that that walk is badass. I don't think it's goofy. Yeah.
1: He's, wearing, <laughs> like, he's wearing platform yep. shoes and a suit <laughs> right. that's a little too small, and yep. then he's in slow motion all the time. But it's
2: perfect because yeah. it's he's supposed to be this alien person, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. this weird, off-putting. Yeah. Like if I saw somebody walking that way outside, I wouldn't think like, oh, horror movie. I mean, it would be like a strange thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't be like, oh, this is magic or, oh, this, you know, like.
1: Uh, I'd like to say real quick, uh, one of my favorite things in this is they find a diegetic reason for them, for the, uh, for fog and stuff when you see him on the street (laughs) because the ice cream truck is opened up and so all the, uh, all those folks come out. He takes a big
0: whiff of it and he's like, (laughs) closes his eyes like, oh, that's great. And you're like, what is, up with this guy uh, yeah, yeah angus grim the actor angus grim did a wonderful job
2: yeah with this character and that's that's another one of those you pointing out that mm-hmm. makes me think of this is another one of those things that i think does not show up in bad films and is missing yeah. from a lot yeah. of the films yeah, on this yeah. podcast yeah. are like those little touches sure. of like not you know there's yeah just the basic thing the basic beats of what is happening within a scene but then there's all of this stuff that you can toss in, like all the yeah. flourishes that go yeah. with that. And this movie was full of those little yeah, flourishes. Totally. And it was just nice to yeah. see those. And
0: two, I would say two iconic things.
1: Oh, yeah. It has, mm-hmm. it has... It has. Non-submersible images, yeah. The uh, yeah. the ball the and, spheres. and the tall man yeah. are, you know, yeah. like even if you've never seen the movie, you know that this is the movie that those two things come from.
0: Right, and that's a huge thing. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, way to go. So <laughs> I think all of us really enjoyed this film. Yeah. And, yeah. and I would argue that it, I, I would still say that, like, there are some problems with it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And there are problems that Coscarelli identified At the time, but could only do so much Mm -hmm. in editing. So I want to talk a little bit about the editing, because that's where I think the actual... There are two weaknesses to me in this film. Editing, sort of, (laughs) because I need to talk about it. Yeah. And actors. Mm. I think that there are some... I think Angus Grimm is really good, doing a Mm -hmm. really good job. Mm -hmm. But I... He didn't... I don't think he cast quote-unquote professional actors. I think he found people he had worked with before in some of his low-budget indie films and just sort of wrote parts for them. The script was not... Done, like they, oh. they oh, made really? the script up.
1: Hmm. Oh, I'm so surprised. <laughs> let's, let's, I am like maybe it's just because I came that, from into that mine shaft. Yeah, that's a thing I just came up with. Okay, yeah.
2: maybe it's because I came from Samurai Cop Last Week, but this definitely made way more sense than I would expect out of a movie that didn't have a finished script. Yeah, I'm like I could follow the plot. Like there were parts where it's like, all right, you're meandering a little bit here, but like I could follow one one
1: thing though of of all the stuff that they managed to not keep in to this thing because they kept so much stuff. They didn't keep in how many times they probably had to gas up that car. The number of times they went between (laughs) the house and the funeral home, the house and the funeral home. Oh, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, consolidate.
0: And as as bad as I want that (laughs) car, going. That thing would have gotten like two miles to the gallon, like a, a giant four forty V eight. Oh god, oh, That's, yeah. that yeah. is a badass car, though, <laughs> oh, right. and I just love this this movie. A movie called My Science Project and probably uh, Mad Max and The Road Warrior, the films that mm. taught me what cool cars are. Uh, and right. so even as a kid, I was like, I want a muscle car. <laughs> but, uh, but let me go back to the editing. Mm, so yes. I think there are two things to talk about with editing. And when I taught editing classes, I, I talked about it in this way. I think there are other ways to talk about it. But here's how I talked about it. that There are kind of two things I like to look at. There's editing in the macro. Which is the assemblage of the whole movie. What sure. scene goes after what scene? How much story are we telling? Um, you know, and it's just the the overall bulk of the movie, how things flow that way. And then there's editing in the micro when you get down to like frames. Sure. And I look at something and I cut to see what that character is looking at. And then I cut back. How long do I stay? How when do I cut stuff like that? I think, watching it this time, I was really keyed into the editing in the micro was fantastic. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, I was thinking specifically right at the beginning, there's a moment where Mike has crashed his dirt bike Mm -hmm. in the cemetery. He's not supposed to be at the cemetery because Jody doesn't want him experiencing another funeral so soon after their parents have died. Why their parents are dead, we don't know. Um, No. But he's there, and he hears something, and he looks, and then we cut to see something creeping behind a, a tombstone mm-hmm. and then they cut back. It is so perfectly cut. Yeah. Like that is, and that is a skill and an art, especially when you were cutting on film, yeah. like to, to get mm-hmm. that. And if Coscarelli cut it, that is, and he did, like, Yeah, Coscarelli <laughs> cut it and he cut it magnificently. And there are lots of those littered throughout this film. Just really, really good examples of, editing in the micro just like knowing how long we need to be on a character and and if we stay longer what does that mean like there are long shots of the the tall man that are uninterrupted that are just like they they start to play as funny <laughs> like because you're like i'm uncomfortable <laughs> you know stuff like that uh the the thing when the tall man first scares him really wonderful when it, mm-hmm. you know the the funeral's about to begin you know that yes. moment is cut really well um Editing on the macro, though, the big big <laughs> yeah. picture, we have a few, I don't want to say catastrophic problems, because that would be like, you know, a person's dead and then they show up later in the cut. Right. Like that, that's, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not ineptly yeah. cut, but how many times does Jody tell Mike to wait here okay. and I'm going to yeah. go do this and don't mm-hmm. follow me and then yeah. Mike follows him? Yeah. I think three? Yeah. Back to I back to so, back? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not played as a joke. Yeah, it's, no
1: it, it, it's too many <laughs> no, it's all the time.
0: Yes, it's all the time I mean, yeah, you know you even said it at
1: yeah. the house and then they go to the place and then they come back and then yeah. they go back and then they they're back to the house again and then they go back to the
2: like, oh I kind of wondered like maybe because I think I agree with you that I don't know that it necessarily works, but I almost because of the ending or like the pseudo ending I guess. Kind of felt like maybe that made me retroactively think like, oh, maybe this was a setup because they get to the end and they're gonna like trap the tall man in the mine shaft and like right. Mike mm-hmm. goes running past it and knows to jump over it yeah and then tall man falls down in it and then rocks start falling off a cliff yep. out of nowhere and it yeah. turns out Jody pushed him down and I yeah. thought like oh were all those like wait for me while I go do this thing and then he follows? Was that just a setup where he's like oh I know Mike's gonna follow me <laughs> so I'm gonna wait at the top <laughs> of this hill and then when Mike goes running through and I'm like yeah. no nah, that seems like
1: yeah seems like you yeah, would let him in on little. that plan
2: like that didn't seem like the relationship, but it almost yeah. but because there were those setups like that's what yeah. it felt like yeah. it, so. did,
0: it it doesn't work for me yeah that that and it's weird too because that seems to be happening mostly in the third act.
3: Yeah. Like it's
0: it's as we're winding up, it's sort of like, why are what? We don't need to do this again. Um, (laughs) You know, and it's weird, too, because the film has I mean, it's a dream like that. Sure. The film that we experience is a dream. There are elements of reality to it. How much we don't know. Yeah. Right. Because at the end, Mm -hmm. it's just Reggie and Mike sitting at a fireplace. Mike talking about the tall man and Reggie saying there is no tall man. And Reggie has died in Mm
3: -hmm. Mike's
0: dream that he just wakes up from. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Mike goes up to his bedroom, closes the door and we see the tall man in the mirror and then they suck him through the mirror. And it's a hell of a way to end the movie. Like, yeah, that is, totally. like, holy <laughs> right. shit, man, yeah. with the scream. It, it's great. It yeah. is like a confident ending yeah. where he screams and we cut. And we don't even cut to black. We cut to black with written and directed by. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That's how we get yeah. out of this yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Right. And uh, so it is a dream and it plays very dreamlike. Um, there yeah. are these weird scenes sure. where Jody goes to a bar and
1: like. I really feel like, though. Playing Dreamlike is a little bit of... You're, you're, that's, Am I being generous? You're being a real... That's, you retroactively say, oh, well, it was a dream. Yeah, Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I mean, saying because like,
2: if he had intended it, I don't think that precludes it from not working, so...
1: Sure, yeah, but... It, but it, it's a it's, it's a, a dangerous way faux pas. to like, yeah. give give too much like, You're, oh, yes. you get a pass.
0: <laughs> You're correct. <Right>. Still, <laughs> the scene still has to work as a scene. Yeah. yeah and totally. there are a few of those. I think the big one is where Jody goes to the bar where he picked up the woman in lavender mm-hmm. and then just goes to say, hey, did she ever come back here? And then they joke about, did you get a hold of more than you could handle? And that's the scene. Yeah. Like, right. That's it. And yeah. you don't need it. <laughs> like it's there's no reason for it to mm-hmm. be, and there are a few of those in here. Oh yeah, that are just like this is unnecessary, and th- so that's yeah. I am being generous by saying ah, it plays like a dream, and then not everything. Yeah. Is, but at the same time, yeah, but it's a movie too, and <laughs> for some right. reason we give David Lynch a pass on a lot of this. Well, but- sure,
1: yeah, but he like from the get go, like that is his style for things in general. You don't yeah. like it's not normally a. Oh, that was very weird. And then at the end, it's normal because that was all a dream. (laughs) It's like, no, that's just how it is. Or like uh, I had been talking to Keith about um, It Follows. It Follows has very much like the idea is is, it's a little bit dreamlike, but it's more plot still happens. The things still follow A, B to C, but there are weird anachronisms that come up. No, like no one's. Is it summer? Is it not summer? Why aren't they in school where are their parents, like those sort of questions do not happen because it's this weird dream re- reality. Right. But the actual plot still doesn't have, it's dream logic, whatever. <laughs> right.
0: Um, <laughs> There's no excuses to be <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I couldn't get through it. Follows.
1: Oh, really? Oh, uh, okay. I, not because
0: I thought it was bad. Yeah. I just. I think I was just Too not scary. in the mood. No, I was <laughs> honestly, I was bored. Okay. Um, I got to them all. So she's floating in the pool at the beginning. Mm-hmm. and then she comes in and she has this conversation in the living room, yeah. and by the end of that conversation was like, I'm gonna have a bowl of cereal. I'm oh, so bored okay. right now. <laughs> okay,
1: wow, you didn't get very far I did at all. not get very far.
0: <laughs> like, uh, But I know it's a good movie. Sure. Like, so yeah. it was just, I think, I want to watch it again at some yeah, point because yeah, yeah. the, the idea is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. But everybody was just so monotone and disaffected, but then uh, the woman who plays the lead in that is in one of my very favorite films called The Guest, and mm. she's great in there. Okay. So... Hmm i am I again, it's not the movie, it's sure. me. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. But I just I everybody talks about it. I'm like, I really should watch it at some point. Maybe I'll have a bowl of cereal while I'm watching yeah. it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Any cereal eaters out there? Just me? Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's cereal this
1: morning. Ha! Like
2: five thirty. Oh my god. <laughs> you could combine it. It fall o's. To uh, get your yeah. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's
1: that's oh, good man. Friday yep. humor. I like it. Yep.
0: Um, so that's my it away. <laughs> just giving these away. <laughs> tm 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 can't steal it. <laughs> that's how tming works. Yeah. Um, that's my diatribe on editing though. Is like it is yeah. it, it is so incredibly well-edited on one side mm-hmm. of things, like surprisingly yeah. well-edited. When you look at its contemporaries, um, if you look at, you know, Evil Dead or you look at uh, Halloween, like the pacing of Halloween and the cutting when you get in to those micro moments is very slow and it's it's purposeful. Yeah. But it is, it's very different and this feels much more modern mm-hmm. than its, mm-hmm. in its editing, which I was like blown away. I also want to bring up the fact that like there is a legitimately thrilling chase sequence in this movie which for three hundred thousand dollars i cannot imagine how you do this without getting somebody killed but that car chasey <laughs> yeah is and he's they have the sunroof open and he's out yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. a gun and they're looking yeah. like they're going yeah. full speed it like looks
1: very fast <laughs> it,
0: and it doesn't look like there's camera trickery or there it doesn't no. look like they're under cranking or anything like it Holy yeah. shit!
1: <laughs> I think it was probably just dangerous. <laughs> I think it's just dangerous. Uh-huh.
0: Um, and so you know, I uh, yeah. I, I mean, I know this is a podcast about bad movies, but I don't think this is one. I think it has some bad elements to it. I think that it cannot connect with you. Like sure. I, I can see that, um, and it's one of my problems about criticism. And this isn't a new problem, right? Like we've had this problem with judging anything artistic or enjoyable (laughs) forever that people are going to say, I don't like it. Therefore it's bad. Mm -hmm. I, you know, that, that's a problem. Um, and those critics who are saying this is in, you know, incompetent, eh, that's bullshit. This is not incompetent. This is very for $300,000. That is goddamn impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the one other thing that I would like to talk about is (laughs) how I think this film plays depending on your age hmm. so you were in college oh. when Yeah, the first time you saw, time I saw it, yeah, you yeah. Saw it. Um, I was probably 12, 13 mm-hmm. so I was about Mike's age sure um, mm-hmm. in this and and you know tuning you' 30 32 32 yeah. so first time we've all we all saw it I think it plays it might play differently. I don't know. To me, this was like a, when I saw it, it was, it was like a, a Hardy Boys adventure. Like this played more <laughs> as an adventure film oh, to okay. me. Um, this is, you know, it was, it was much more of a, we're, you know, like it's like what Stranger Things would be now, I think. Sure. Stranger Things doesn't play, oh, yeah. to me, doesn't play as much as horror, as much as like this summer, right. you know, childhood nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: like very Goonies. Goonies, me. that's a better, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Goonies, not as funny you know yeah, but mm-hmm. it was yeah. it was more but of an, it's also
1: not the shining
0: no it's <laughs> Which not, is
1: also about a kid having adventures You're right yeah <laughs> that's just true
0: <laughs> how do we define adventure <laughs> yeah um but it's solving it, mysteries <laughs> but it plays into that same thing of like nobody believes the kid mm-hmm. and so for me that's how it played and i think sure. watching it now it's very different it plays more as almost like a meditation on morning um and I think Coscarelli was trying to do that. Sure. Um, he was... He it was, doesn't
1: quite get there.
0: No. No, it's not... They
1: don't have any... Like, they... It's one that they could have, and we could get into this when we talk talking about fixing, but uh, they don't get the catharsis. Right. Um, like, mm-hmm. when they open up the parents, one of their coffins, and sees they're not there... Even at that moment, they don't get the, like, this grief has been over them and now it's even worse. Like, they barely touch on, like, what that actually yeah. means. I agree. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just, it isn't that movie. No. It could have uh, been. It could have been. <laughs> <laughs> totally could have been.
0: But it isn't. I, yeah. And I agree with that. But I... I think watching it now as an adult who's had to deal with death and sure. you know stuff, it's more—it's a different perspective now than when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. the adventure part is definitely in the background for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. It's really, really weird, but I like it a lot more than the sequels.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good
0: because the here's the thing.
1: I think- so. I haven't seen them. Uh, my assumption, not knowing anything about them is that it's just the shiny ball and the tall guy just messing around and there's not a whole lot else from the first movie plot wise that they keep or what
0: um well so i'm through three okay i finished three last night i'm probably gonna do four tonight and five tomorrow just, they're all on amazon i'm like <laughs> i just want to watch them I, I'm a completionist, got a, got damn got it. a
1: hobby. Yeah, yeah I do. It yeah. was, it was all, fra- all the franchises or model trains, and you just went for it. I don't like trains. <laughs> right.
0: I think they're loud and dangerous. Um, well, the characters are all there.
3: Oh, So all weird. of the characters
0: okay. uh, really? come back. Yeah. The second one, they replace Mike with a different actor, um, oh. who's James LaGrosse, who's uh, in a bunch of things. Near Dark... Um, uh, was he
1: the little kid in Near Dark? No, he, oh. w- he
0: was just a person at the bar uh, oh, okay. who runs out the window and Caleb goes after him. Yeah. And they're expecting Caleb to kill him, but he doesn't. And okay. then he's the one who brings the cops to their bungalow huh. later. Uh, but he was in Living in Oblivion, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, and he plays the, the most full of himself actor in the world. And it is absolutely wonderful. Uh, but he plays Mike, grown up okay. Mike. In Phantasm Two, but then in Phantasm Three, they get the actor who played Mike in the first one back, oh. <laughs> um, and so Angus Scrimm is in all of them. Reggie Bannister is in all of okay. them. Uh, Jody makes an appearance in three and four, I think. You hmm. definitely does in three, and um, I the the thing that I'll say about them is they're just kind of nothing. Hmm. They're gotcha. they're still like pretty well made, uh-huh. um, interesting ideas. But such random ideas that it doesn't yeah. it doesn't fit into a hole in a way that I'm kinda like, okay, I get what you're doing here. It's just sort of like, yeah. well why did that happen?
1: Yeah. And I don't well, feel like I mean, where it comes the from. The first one mm-hmm. also has has yes. that. <laughs> so maybe they're just like, oh, yeah, we'll just, you know, keep throwing it out the wall and, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something will stick.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah uh, but there's neat stuff. It's just, I don't yeah. know. I wouldn't recommend them. Mm-hmm. I I would recommend the first Phantasm. Sure. Right, I sure. think, especially if you're a lover of cinema. Like, I mm-hmm. think this is a really good, fun movie to watch. Uh, so, Yeah. Well, on that note, then I think we should move on to how we would fix this particular thing. I don't think any of us think it's broken, um, but there are a couple things that I think we all would like to uh, maybe do. I would remove a few scenes. (laughs) That is my main thing. I -hmm. I think that we repeat a few scenes, and I think that was unnecessary. And that's really my only fix to it. I I think. I I think there are definitely other things you could do, but for me, if I were given this, I would just say, okay, let's go in and see if we can re-edit that last half of the movie. Um mm. really. It's it's a constant out there and back and out there and yeah, back geez. and nothing really comes of those. Yeah. yeah.
1: There are a lot of and scenes, yeah. not because scenes. Yes. Yeah. That's a really right. good way to put it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So that's it for me. I would just see if we could re-edit that ending into something that's a little bit tighter. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuna, what do you got?
2: Yeah. That's basically the same thing for me, where it's like if I don't know if it would be possible to like rearrange them so that it's like you keep the beats from the scenes they just happen (laughs) where it's like you know you're not back and forth and back and Mm -hmm. forth it's just like you know Back, forth and back, maybe. Like just yeah. one round trip even you could get away with. Something yeah. like that. Like, you know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. I don't know if that'd even work. Like I really didn't have a problem too much with going back and forth and back and forth. No, you, didn't. you guys pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh yeah, I guess they did do that a lot. It ruined like, the fun. It's oh. No, I mean well, I think it was one of those things where like I thought about it a couple of times, but I was like, eh, like it's not like things are still happening. It's still going. I, it never felt like it stalled out. Well, which it, is usually what happens. It, to me. True, I, I will say it doesn't stall it out. I just by the
0: third no. time I was like, right again? Yeah, yeah. You, I just literally told yeah. him the exact same <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. that we right. know he's not going to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. We're not stupid. These characters are not played as stupid. Yeah,
1: and there there are so many times where it's like, wait, wait, wait. You yeah. know <laughs> that he's like a magic alien something whatever, and so you're gonna go. Back to that place because, like, I don't know what <laughs> right. the plan is. Like, they know he's the strongest dude ever. He can't be killed. And he still continues to go back alone mm-hmm. to invite him to look for like there's no clear motive to like why. What is yeah. your plan?
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess yeah, having like slightly different plans that would be a mm-hmm. good like yeah. addition yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, I also like I don't know. I really hate the. It was all a dream thing. Yeah, I just totally. I I think I didn't used to hate it as much, and then I saw whatever that fucking Nicolas Cage movie is, where the whole second half he's a magician who can see the future. <laughs> Like that? <laughs> what the hell? I don't remember what it's called. You just made that up. That's, I... I wish I had. But it's like no. He plays a magician who can see like ten seconds into the future, and his whole magic seconds. act is based around that. Except then he meets this woman who makes an it incredible so like jug-
1: juggler, or is he a really bad juggler because he's that... thinking too? Hard. <laughs> <All> right, yeah. <laughs> oh sorry it caught the
2: ball from four minutes from now oh jeez yeah no it's just like but the whole second half of the movie ends up being like a vision of his because it's set up that like oh he's met this woman who makes his visions a minute instead of ten seconds or whatever and it's like oh weird what the hell is this movie (laughs) it's I don't know man this was not one of his Oscar winners I'm telling you that much like this, it was just- I, I can't he, believe I haven't heard of this. It was, I- oh, Is it
3: The
2: Sorcerer's I'm, Apprentice? I feel bad about like- Because I know in, he's
1: in that, and that's a magic no, thing. No, I don't
2: think so. There wasn't anything about sorcery. It's, he, I don't oh, know, okay. he plays some Vegas act. It's okay. just like some cheesy- not Snake Eyes, is it? No. I don't remember yeah, Snake I'd, Eyes. I don't remember. I'd recognize, it was very it's orange. It's Face Off. We just really don't We didn't understand Face Off. Oh man, I just- I hated this movie because nothing in the second half mattered yeah, and it was like okay yeah. well then why did I watch any of that because then you just bring me back to where we were and with yeah, the implication bad. that like oh it's not gonna go down how I just saw it and I'm like okay cool I can make a whole list of ways that the movie wouldn't go down <laughs> like I can do that on my own time Yeah, I'm here to like hear a story that,
3: yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well so I'll, I'll give I...
0: I'll give Phantasm the benefit oh, a yeah. little bit of a gener- it will was... be a little generous Ooh. there which is to say it's a twist followed by another twist so right. the twist is oh it was all a dream but then the twist
2: was wasn't yeah <laughs> well it also wasn't clear how much he intended <laughs> no. he was like oh you know a lot of that's just a dream or yeah. something yeah, like that he no. definitely couched how much of it was a dream and I'm like okay well how far back like yeah, no, totally. did Jody die before this movie even started did Jody die partway through the movie like when did that happen like what was the separation point that's the part that so know. maybe even clarifying that and still yeah. keep the dream thing but just like give a moment where it's like no 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 after after that. Mm. Um, and then, like, the only other thing I had was every once in a while, and this is like the most minimal, there was like exposition y kind of dialogue, and like sometimes mm-hmm. it was in voiceover. So I was mm-hmm. like, that seems like maybe. Like, even in the beginning in the funeral, there's, like, he's talking, and then it cuts to the casket for a really es- exposition-y line, and then mm. cuts back to him. And I'm like, that does not seem like that was originally in there. It there seems was a lot like of ADR was, in yeah. this that was there specifically.
1: Well, if he had to cut, like, an hour out did. of it, he probably <laughs> yeah. was just like...
2: That's, that's true. But, I mean, a lot of it, I felt like, no, I could pick up on this without... Mm. Without the exposition at yeah. all. Even the explanation of what's going on through the portal, it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 I saw the visions of that. I don't need you guys to sit there and like talk about, like, oh, now we're drawing all these conclusions. It's like, no, 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 Like, I how saw did you that. you get that from Yeah, that you also, don't,
0: like... The... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Really, what you it should have been... said was, I just saw something really freaking weird. I don't know yeah. what's
1: up, but we got to get out of here. You know, like... You know, right. something we didn't
0: talk about. I want to talk about two things real quick. <laughs> before. Yeah. I hate to interrupt this, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't talk about how incredibly cool that white room was oh yeah, yeah. like the sound design it's
1: like it comes from another movie it does yeah. like <laughs> <that> <laughs> is,
0: i mean that is scary but mm-hmm. it's done with yeah. bright light it's mm-hmm. scary it, that's yeah. it's not something you yeah. see normally the darkness like is what's suddenly scary
1: a kubrick thing in the middle yeah, of this very right. different movie and yeah. that whole
0: interdimensional thing is mm-hmm. weird and fucked up and mm-hmm. i thought that was great Oh yeah. yeah um and then the other thing we didn't talk about was the bug yeah, so right. so he cuts off uh, a finger of one of the henchmen, I think. No, it's, it's the tall. Man. Is it the tall finger. man? Okay, he yeah. cuts off a finger. And he and he keeps it in, it in a box.
1: box. And it's very fun. It's, it's great, a cool yeah, a little trick. trick. Yeah. And we it's have really a great good.
0: moment. That's in the moment mm-hmm. where you the, the, that should be in more horror movies, frankly.
3: Mm-hmm. Where
1: he where finally he, believes. Where yes, he believes him. Yes. Like, yep. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that that's what
2: sold me on
0: the movie.
1: I'm like, I'm on board. Yeah. One of the best things about this film is even if the actions are a little why why is that your decision (laughs) Mm -hmm. um the reactions are all very good in this movie like something happens and the character is just like what what is that <laughs> yeah. everyone is just like whoa mm-hmm. yeah it's like ah this is how a person would react if they saw that
0: yes <laughs> yeah, there's right. a finger crawling around in a box I believe you now yeah yes. totally
1: it's when not it's because a, oh, they have it whole... must be uh, weather balloons yeah it's like yeah. No. <laughs> <You see. laughs> well
2: and, they, and he, he, it was set up because uh, Mike keeps talking he's like oh like the Jawas are chasing me or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like oh you're just like you must be imagining things right. you must yeah. be and then it's yeah. like Oh no! Now he does believe him. Like yeah. that's that cements
1: that yeah. moment. Yeah. It's like all right. Yeah, like, totally.
0: Yeah, it's really yeah. really cool. But then
1: mm-hmm. the, finger <laughs> the finger turns into a bug. <laughs> turns into a giant,
0: <laughs> creepy ass fly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that has one of the like a really creepy sound design. Like mm-hmm. that just I yeah. I have a new sound bar for my TV with a <laughs> subwoofer, uh-huh. and that was unsettling. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, but it's like this. Crappy little effect that it's, is so, so effective. Fun. Yeah, it's got a
1: big bitey mouth.
0: It does. Yeah, it, it's it's an odd and looking just thing. Them,
1: like. Holding a shirt, just moving yep. it around. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it reminded me of a like
2: Christmas vacation where
0: he's a got squirrel. Like, a cat in the box. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <the cat. laughs> like, yeah, that's real good. Oh my god, that was so great. And <laughs> yeah. like, and then they put it in the garbage disposal, and there's a great scene of dialogue <laughs> yeah. after it's been in the disposal because Reggie comes in and he yeah. doesn't know what's Either. going yeah. on. Yeah. It's yeah. a great moment of dramatic irony where the audience yeah. knows something a character doesn't. Yeah. And he's like, and he's doing this speech about like, like, hey man, why don't you ride shotgun with me, Mike? And you can. Have, it's going to be hot. And you did a good job of crowd control last time. And why is everybody looking at me weird? And what's <laughs> yeah. going on? And it's this wonderful, like mm-hmm. that's really wonderful yeah. writing. Like the writing is so good. Fun. The performance mm-hmm. was okay. I mean, there, none yeah. of these people are actors.
2: Um, I didn't think the acting was bad, yeah, though. It, it bad. struck me as very seventies. But yeah. like, you know, I feel I like when I watch it. stuff, even stuff like Casablanca, where I'm like, okay, this is not modern acting like it yeah. feels like acting has gotten more toward a natural
1: naturalistic, naturalistic
2: mm-hmm. kind of thing and not necessarily it's still stylized mm-hmm. yeah. but it moves towards and so like in casablanca it's very stylized it's very oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 you yeah. know and i so i don't necessarily that that's what this felt like to me is more of that like stylized 70s kind of thing I didn't
0: to me. Okay. It felt like
2: and I think this is true, if I'm remembering
0: correctly. I think they filmed this in order.
3: Oh. So linearly. And you'll
0: notice that the acting is wildly better at the end than Mm. the beginning. Because the beginning is the worst part of the film, in my opinion. Is where Reggie and Jody walk up to each other in a badly framed shot.
1: Oh really square. Really square and they and they go,
0: Hey man, I guess Tommy's dead. Yeah." Yeah. It's a weird, awkward scene. And I think Mm -hmm. that might have been like the first thing they shot. Mm. And then Uh, they move forward and everybody's getting more comfortable as they go. So I don't want to make a blanket statement and say that the acting is all bad. I think it starts rough and gets better as it goes. Mm. And it's probably they had more to do as they went on, too. And then there there are little highlights. Like, I think Angus Grimm is very good. As the tall man, I, th- I don't yeah. I have nothing to say negative about him. I think he does a good job of playing an, an alien pretending to be a human. <laughs> yeah. right. um, and, you know, and I think the kid's pretty good. I think a Michael <laughs> Baldwin, who played Mike, I think he's actually quite good, especially that oh, yeah. moment where he's trying to get Jody not to leave and he has this fit. I think he does a really good job. Mm-hmm. But I do think there are times where the acting dips. But this movie's yeah. not about that yeah. this right. movie is not about the performances this movie is is about um atmosphere and 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 kooky crazy ideas yeah. and 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 goop like it's and it does those things really well
2: yeah. yeah and I think I got sold on those that sort of aspect of it and I think I dialed in on that and and I, early on because there's this nice scene like I don't know maybe other people would hate it but it's like Jody's outside just goofing around on his guitar and Reggie walks up and they just like play music together and it's like oh these guys are old friends yeah. they can just sit mm-hmm. there and yeah. like they're both clearly playing the guitar yeah. it's not faked it's like no yeah. they're like those two are interacting and it presents this kind of chemistry yep. that is very hard to fake and like wasn't faked for this it didn't seem like didn't feel like it it, it very much sold me on those characters
1: when uh when we were watching this uh, we were talking about doing fake trailers that are just like The voiceover, like the horror of phantasm, but just showing the dudes like (laughs) playing guitar, and then showing them at the bar, and then like uh, Mike on his dirt bike, yeah, yeah, (laughs) ice cream truck, Um, yeah, yeah. the Mm -hmm. horror of phantasm. (laughs) I think my
0: favorite thing I ever saw online is when they cut the Shining trailer to be a romantic comedy. Shining, shining, Uh, (laughs)
1: so so good, (laughs) so nice. I love that. Um, Oh,
0: anyway, Sarah. You said you specifically had some ideas about how you would oh, fix this.
1: Uh yeah, so I definitely would consolidate a lot of the back and forth uh towards the end. I think you could it's nice to have more peril there in the middle, but I think you could cut out the antique store ladies and all oh, that. Yeah. Because yeah. like it doesn't really go anywhere. No, so it, it could have been a they got the body and they put it in the ice cream truck, which is another one of those like, why, yeah. why did you do that? <laughs> um And then maybe they would be following him, uh the brother, the two brothers in the car, and then they're following the other dude. And then they run into the problems that happen with the girls in the current version. But instead, it's all the people we've been with. Right. Having that right. situation. Um I think I would I would cut the, like, all the, was a dream <laughs> stuff at the end. I think I would have it so that when the tall man is in the car and he explodes, like, we don't see him again, but maybe we see the lady, and then, like, they... Get rid of her in some way, like maybe when the house gets sucked in, and so we cut. We don't need any of the. Let's throw him down the mine shaft because that is <laughs> such a like. Oh, uh, how do we end the uh, <laughs> another scene? <laughs> you know, it, right? right and then you, you could would cut. also lose all of the like. Is it real? Is it fake? Uh, magic stuff at the end, which also because it hasn't been happening, the whole movie is such a like what why like <laughs> he's in quicksand now this is yeah like you could lose all of that
0: you could cut from the house imploding mm-hmm. with celebration music of some sort yeah and and directly to the bedroom
1: yeah with or him you like could shutting cut, the
0: door and then yeah
1: or like them driving away and they're finally getting the band together and going on a road trip with because he like i think they even talk about like hey let's get on the road it could be him and his brother and the friend you could yeah. not kill the friend and like, yeah, we're going to go on a road trip. And then you see them like in the car and they drive past the tall man. And it's like, oh, it wasn't done. You know, and then you could still have a like question mark is at the end. But without the was it a dream? Did we kill him or not? Like, yeah, it'd be more like the house got sucked in and we think that would that have did been it. what did it. And yeah. then it wasn't. Yeah. Like, mm. I think that that would, I th- feel like, tie everything up a little bit better.
0: Yeah. I feel like this film, in a lot of respects, the way I feel like most Argento films, honestly. Mm. Like, I watch a lot of Argento films and go, that was really cool. I don't understand a lot of it. <laughs> But it's cool, sure, and yeah. like really yeah, atmospheric, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like um, mm-hmm. you know, as I recently watched the remake of Suspiria, which I absolutely I still love. haven't
1: seen. The remake,
0: it's I think mm-hmm. terrific. Yeah. Um it's free on Amazon now. I think yeah. um, we're gonna buy it. That's yeah, it's I, I, I am also <laughs> going to buy it. I think it was terrific, and it is the best way I've ever seen to do a remake
3: mm-hmm. um,
0: because it takes okay. all the like Suspiria by Argento was one thing; sure. it was about the spectacle, yeah. and it yeah, was about the color and everything. This is a different story, sure, with some of the same ideas, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Nice. And I, I so I really cool. enjoy. I think it's a plus horror movie. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um. So anyway, great. All hey. right, let's move on to uh, how we would each rate this. My rating system is: What Star Wars movie is it? This is Episode Four, A New Hope. This is just got some problems. Could probably fix it in editing, maybe a little bit. But man, it's it's really surprisingly good. So, Sarah, how would you rate it?
1: Um. So my rating system is jazz. (laughs) Uh, I think this is... You are driving somewhere in the middle of the night and it's late and you're in the middle of nowhere and you are trying to find a radio station and it's a weird jazz station <laughs> and the, you can't get a handle on what the song is it just keeps going in and out and you think it's going somewhere and then it fuzzes out and it comes back and it's somewhere else entirely And you're like is this the same song <laughs> what is happening it's
0: a different time signature but i but, think it's the same
1: song but it's <laughs> right. still kind of exciting and you're continue to try and find the station for the rest of the night because you want to know what it is but you'll never figure it out <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i have to know that how the song ended <laughs> i recognize that flat 7th chord <laughs> That's great. Yeah, tuna. What oh, yeah. kind of food does
2: it remind you of? Oh yeah, my rating system's food, and this one is chicken fried steak. Ooh, that sounds. Good. It's oh, like nice. it's nice and solid. It's not using like the most exotic spices. It's not like breaking <laughs> a, a whole of lot of new ground. Yeah, but it's like it's entertaining. It's like filling. It's you know it. It's not like the most perfect food of all time, but it's a good solid option, and like it hasn't been fucked up. There you go.
1: I have to ask, what color gravy?
2: Oh, I mean, I always went for the white gravy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed like... Ooh, the chicken fried steak. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: from Texas, so it has to be white gravy. Okay. Okay.
2: It took me like... I was in my mid-20s before I realized that that was not the only option. Mm, so I recognize yeah. that my, I may be slightly biased. But sure, sure, I don't sure. know if I've ever had it with white gravy. Oh, oh okay. I don't, I've had it once without, I think.
0: I think because I've only had it at restaurants. And usually yeah. restaurants, it's like, what other gravy do they have? I'll put that on there. Uh. So, I
1: don't know. In Texas, it's it will come with white gravy. <laughs> or maybe it will already be on top of it.
0: This sounds yeah. delicious I'm very hungry right now. I know, I
2: am
3: too. Yeah, I really sure. want
0: food. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap this up then. Yeah. Um, all right, our final segment is uh, Real Good where we recommend uh, something real good to watch. And I am, now, Tuna, I know you had two, so I'm probably going to take one of yours. Okay. All Ooh. right, I apologize if I no, do. No, 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 it's all right. That's why I've had two. Okay, good. Um, I am going to recommend another Don Cascarelli film, yeah. which is Bubba Hotep. Yes. Um, Bubba Hotep. Also, very different to watch when I was younger versus now. Mm. Uh, When I was younger, I thought it was just sort of sad and boring. And now it's still Mm. sad. Um, It is a sad movie. Yeah. It's it's about... It's
1: full of pathos.
0: It is. Mm -hmm. um, But it is also... Funnier than I remembered it. The performances are really good.
1: They are
2: fantastic.
0: Ozzie Davis and Bruce Campbell are both phenomenal. Yeah. If you ever thought Bruce Campbell was One Note, watch this. It's He's it's, a, totally different. Oh, and, man. I'm going to go great. watch this tonight. Yeah. I think it's free on streaming right now. Oh, okay. um, oh I've
2: definitely got the DVD. Yeah. I it wanna... even came with a little like Elvis jacket
0: <laughs> for the DVD
3: case. Yeah. Um, That's pretty
0: good. Bubba Hotep is this. If you, if you don't know, Bubba Hotep is the story of Elvis. Um, who at one point to try to live a little bit more of a normal low key life switched places with a uh, Elvis impersonator. So the Elvis impersonator took over as Elvis and he went on to do like smaller gigs and then the Elvis impersonator died. And so he was stuck. He couldn't go back. (laughs) So the people, the person that we think is Elvis who died actually was an Elvis impersonator and Elvis is stuck in this low rung circuit of Elvis impersonating breaks his hip and eventually ends up in an old folks home and the rest of the story takes place in this old folks home and it is really wonderful. I don't want to get in too many twists and turns, but there is a <laughs> supernatural element to it. There's a bug in it. I forgot about the bug mm-hmm. um, and it's got everything. It's got everything <laughs> um, and it's a it's a fascinating quaint little movie. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. it's really fun. And uh, a lot of that has to do with performances, I think, are just really, really good. So, yeah, oh, Sarah, yeah. what's real good?
1: Uh, I'm going to recommend "Don't Look Now." Um, yes, yes, because it is another Julie Christie and Donald Sutherland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, maybe got an X rating when it came out. There's a lot of nudity. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's got. I, I don't want. I don't want to give any spoilers for like a movie that is, oh gosh, forty, 40 years, years old, yeah, um, somewhere around there. But uh, there, there are some there is an element to this film that uh phantasm definitely made me wonder if they had if there was a reason why their characters looked the way they did. Oh um, yeah. But I'm not hmm. going to say anything more than that. Uh it's great. It's all shot in Venice. It's all like crazy little bridges and canals and things and there's a mystery on whether or not Super supernatural things are happening yeah. or if it's all just in their head. There are weird, maybe actually magic mediums like mm-hmm. in this movie. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's fun. It's a it's definitely if you see it, there will be a few things in it that you're like. Oh, I've seen that in a million other horror films that all came out after this movie. This is where that comes from. It is
0: weird that like yeah. you don't hear about it very often, yeah, but it's really fun. It is referenced so much. Oh, yeah. It's so bizarre to me, yeah like but it is man, that is a yeah, it's also I want to say it's Nicholas Rogue who made it, and mm. that film is impeccable. Like the yeah. the filmmaking yeah. <laughs> of that movie is like we watched it for, uh, was I, was it for a realism class I think. Oh wow! Because hmm. um, it's uh, Rogue was a, I think a realist filmmaker, and so it's it's a very different take on horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's I can yeah. And also, it's also <laughs> and so
1: it's also very much about grief, like yes. much more than. In the way that this film could have yes. tried to do like this is yeah. the beginning of the film. It's about this couple who has lost a child. Mm-hmm. And so they go to Venice to try to get their mind off of everything. And so it's about this grief that's on top of them. Yeah. And yeah,
0: it's no, I'm not going to make that reference. Never mind. <laughs> mm, well, <laughs> I'll tell you after we're done recording. <laughs> All right, Tuna, what is your real good that I didn't steal?
2: Uh, Mine, my other one, this one I'm less confident in because I haven't seen it in a while, but I do remember enjoying it. It's called Henry Fool, oh, and okay. it's directed by Hal Hartley. And oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. why I went with it, is because I was trying to think of, I figured Nick might go with Bubba Hotep because it's so good.
0: <laughs> uh, I also really like it, Like, and I, yeah. I make no joke, no, oh, like everybody
2: knows that I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Oh, I love it. Um, but Henry full yeah, it's uh, Hal Hartley is another, this one was from 97, but I think he's been making films since like the eighties, but he's another one of those like indie auteur filmmakers that just like has a distinct style. That's not always like super slick Hollywood production wise, right. but the stories are interesting and it's just like engaging. This one's about, uh, I, I guess like a dude becoming a poet, uh, but that it stars James Urbaniak who I also really like um, I have no idea who that is he uh, he plays Doctor Venture on Venture Brothers and he was in like weeds and he's like he's a character actor for the most part I feel he's like referenced two things um, I've never seen so. <laughs> yeah no he's just like he's got a very distinctive voice and he's kind of a goofy weird guy but like I don't know I just really like Hal Hartley's stuff cool. and when I was trying to think of someone, who was like Don Coscarelli, except not necessarily horror. <laughs> uh, I was <laughs> you like, go. you know, I, I need to pick a Hal Hartley film. Yeah. So Excellent. Yeah. That's great. All right.
0: Well, thank you guys for watching this uh, really entertaining film with me. I really yeah. appreciate yeah. it and chatting about it. Uh, Sarah, where can people find you?
1: Oh, uh, well, I'm going to be at VidCon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah! I thought for a while I was going to do the thing with Tuna, but you're doing the thing with Tuna. That's I'm great. i doing
1: the thing with Tuna. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Uh, yes, I'll be. Tuna and I will be doing two workshops at VidCon on sound in video. And otherwise, I'm occasionally on Don't Close Your Eyes Live Radio Theater, which is has been podcasted. <laughs> and, um, oh no and, yeah yeah totally
2: <laughs>
0: okay excellent Tuna where can people find you
2: I'm at Tuna Loons on Twitter and also on Instagram my band is uh, Soviet fourth grader that you can find on Bandcamp. Um, two bands now yeah oh yeah I'm also yeah. <laughs> in Safal 4 Horseman uh, I'm trying to think what else I, I work on SciShow Tangents I just started editing Dear Hank and John with Nick's Gracious Training Uh I'm, yeah. I'm nodding, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you took <laughs> it over. Like, I'm, I'm you, all over place, all over the place, I yeah. guess. So one of those places. Great.
0: All right. Well, you can find us at Real Bad Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, if you like what we do here and would like to maybe contribute a little bit, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Real Pod. And the higher up the tiers you go, the more stuff you get to like recommend and do. Right now, we're in the middle of a vote for the next film that we're going to watch, uh, which is going to be not next week but the week after next week, we're going to be doing a real good. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one because it is probably my, maybe my favorite
2: movie that we're going to be talking about.
0: And, uh, it's going to be Tobin Addington and me. We're going to be talking nice. about two movies. Um, is it Baba Hotep?
2: No, I know.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this one, uh, Oh, it was actually a movie I didn't mention when I talked about cars. Ah. <laughs> so yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, A real big thanks to Black Duck Studios, T. Michael Martin, I Love It Podcast, Candice, Sarah Caroline, and Anna Moss for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you so very much. It means a lot to us. Real Bad is a part of the Cage Club podcast network. You can go to cageclub.me and check out podcasts like Cruise Club, where Joey Lewandowski and Mike Manzi watch and talk about every single Tom Cruise film. That's real. Next week, Toby Addington will be here joining me for an episode of Real Good, so join us for that. But until then, this has been Real Bad.